You are listening to the Critical Mass Radio Show, Orange County's business talk show focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies with your host, Richard Franzi. Hello and welcome to this edition of Critical Mass Business Talk Show, Orange County's longest running business talk show. And boy, do we have a good show for you. We have two entrepreneurs. You get two for the price of one today here on the program. We have Anna Lisa Lukes and Jay Lukes, who are co-founders of the Lukes Network. Welcome to the program. Thank you, Rick. It's a pleasure to be here. And uh, thanks for reaching out. We look forward to it. Yeah. Thank you, Rick. Good to see you. It's good to see you both again. I'm excited to have you on the show. And let's start right at the beginning. You've been in business for about a year. So take me back, Annalisa, to the original motivation that you two had to start this business. Sure. Again, thank you for the invitation. And, uh, you know, the uh, original motivation to be an entrepreneur and to, to have our own firm in public relations, outreach and marketing really came uh, probably about eight, almost 10 years ago, uh, as I was wrapping up my MBA at Chapman University and uh, with a focus in entrepreneurship. So I, on my own, knew that I was going to have to, at some point, explore entrepreneurship and, and have my own firm. And together, uh, Jay and I have, have also created programs within businesses over uh, many, many years, a couple of decades, uh, around the area of sales and marketing. And when the time came for us and looking at our goals and long-term goals, um, five, 10-year goals down the road, it really was the right time and place for us to do it. You know, So it, the concept had been budding for almost a decade, yeah. and then the execution came as a result of timing and readiness, uh, mentally, emotionally, and, and otherwise. Yeah, that's important. Uh, all mental, emotion. We'll talk about the journey of an entrepreneur here in a couple minutes as well. And I just want to call the audience's attention to how well you worked in subtly what your company does, the fact that you have an advanced degree. This is called marketing, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> and messaging. So Annalisa has just demonstrated, for me at least, her skill in doing what she probably, you and Jay, are helping your clients to do, which was be on point and on message. Absolutely. Fantastic. So, Jay, let's turn our attention to you and see how sure. you do with your first question. <laughs> Can what you? you <laughs> no, no pressure. What, what have you both, what have you learned about starting a business in the year plus that you two have been running the Luke's Network? Sure. Well, we started really in the middle of COVID, um, but we viewed that as an opportunity. Um, we saw that community was very mm -hmm. important. Um, we always believed in sustainability, which is a we our basis is a triple bottom line of people, profit, and planet. Um, nothing of that has changed. Um, one thing that has probably changed over the course of the year, um, and you know, trial and error and everything, but is really focusing more uh, laser like focus to what kind of business we want, what public and private uh, you know entities we want to work with. Um, it's very very important for our clients that they're authentic. Hmm. Um, authenticity speaks volumes. And uh, it's something that, you know, we've really focused much more on the sustainability end, getting out the outreach, uh, whether it be a public entity or private entity, uh, and tailoring that message to who they're trying to speak to. Um, and it's worked out extremely well. Um, and we're, you know, we're, we're really focused in on this with merging those two together. And it's, it's, it's getting more focused by the day, I would say. And, I, and that would be my advice is, when you start out, you're obviously going to kind of have a shotgun broadband look at, hey, we can do all this. 
And then you'll find out, yeah, but we're really great at this. And this really speaks volumes and this speaks a great message. And that's where we're toning in on. Yeah, if I could follow up with you, Jay, you did a great job too. So the, both of you, <laughs> gold, your golds get both get gold stars for being great answering <laughs> guests. So I love it. We're gonna have a fun conversation. Continue to kind of go through the questions. Sure. Um, but I, I remember in our pre-call, you were helping me to understand actually how you've been focusing in and niching your business. And I and I, I want to just ask you to maybe spend a couple minutes with our audience talking about because I agree with you in business as an entrepreneur. Sometimes you can, there are some things you can only learn by doing. Right. You, you plan all you want, but until you get on the field and you start messaging and practicing, that's where you really learn what works and maybe what doesn't work or what's best for your business. So can you share with me a little bit your experience and how you've kind of focused your niching and your messaging on your ideal clients? Yeah, of course. I One thing that, and this is not you know a unique thing, but uh, every company should have a USP, a unique selling proposition. What separates you? It's kind of, it's more than an elevator pitch, but it's really what sets you different, sets you apart from your competition. Um, and also what, what would, you know, inspire somebody to hire you. And what that is for us is really our, our one of our logos, or I should say our statements is do well and do good. Mm. Uh, we And what we want is our clients to do well. Sustainability is a very, very big term. And it gets misconstrued and politicized many ways. And we don't believe that. In fact, that's one of our goals is to change that. Uh, sustainability obviously goes into clean environment, clean health, clean water, but it also goes into your workforce empowerment, um, you know, paying your, your workforce, getting them inspired to work, getting them, you know, uh, working toward a common goal. Uh, sustainability is a big blanket term, but we want to bring it to the people and make it uh, more user friendly and more uh, less politicized. I think everybody in the world, honestly, if they really looked into sustainability, would all be for it. Mm -hmm. um, but it's our job to get that message out in a correct way to the correct audience. And, you know, somebody's ear is going to be different than another person's ear. So we want to present it in many different ways, but with a common goal. Yeah, so I'm going to add in. So yeah, it's all also learned that we really are probably passionate about utilities uh, and energy uh, and also um getting the, the the communities and really individuals and businesses to know about how they can make an impact on a daily basis uh on something that they don't really get to touch or see but they get to use it every day so how do we demystify what that really means in a way that um makes sense that that connects with someone's heart and, and in a nutshell sustainability is leaving uh the earth or the planet or your world in a better place for your grandchildren and children um so that they can also take advantage of of what it is and as jay mentioned it goes beyond environmental sustainability it's really about people because it's important for um, companies businesses whether it's government or or private entities to take care of their people in order to really help them become profitable and, and then certainly to make sure that uh, they're modernizing and being efficient, and that's the environmental aspect of it. So coming at it from uh, almost an economic approach, um, but connecting and, and bringing sustainability to mainstream, if you will, is one of the focus areas that we've right. learned uh, to hone in on this past year. And, and tell me why utilities are of, in, of special interest to you both, Annalisa. Sure. Well, we try to look at how is it that we can make the biggest difference, mm. right? So there's certainly 
different aspects of sustainability. Recycling is one of them, but um, you know, perhaps rather than, or in addition to focusing on recycling, you focus on packaging. How do you create packaging that's going to minimize waste instead of trying to prevent waste by recycling? So same thing with energy. It starts with how our infrastructures are connected so that they are um, hopefully becoming more and more renewable, whether it is something that someone agrees it or not, it is becoming the law, certainly here in California. Um, and then how do we take that message to uh, everyday people, to local chambers of commerce, to um, large and small businesses, to even homeowners associations, to get everybody involved in a way that is practical, approachable, pragmatic, and something that can affect their lives in a meaningful way. Um, so for them to learn about what renewable energy might be and how modern that can make a business and help them reduce their operation operating cost is something that could be exciting to a business um, and it's just a matter of putting the messaging together and as, as uh, jay said you know not being in the politics of it I and mean, we recognize there's a lot of that but that's not really the goal for us and the good the good news is that utilities are on board um they are really moving forward certainly in the last five years and you see it more every day. Um, and that's just not California, uh, that's national and international. And that's, uh, that's where the goals are. So you talked about earlier, the triple bottom line. And I love the fact that you have brought <clears throat> profit consistently in this interview, because right. that's one of the bottom lines, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're definitely capitalists, you know, and we want people to succeed. Uh, I myself have been in sales and marketing my entire life. I know how profit works and how profit needs to keep the wheels moving. Um, you take care of profit, you're going to be able to take care of people on the planet. And and you take care of people, it's going to help the profit and planet. It's a wheel, and it's a wheel that works. So, Yeah, they're all interrelated, aren't they? Absolutely. And so, right. you know, they, and, and I agree with you. Uh, <clears throat> the good news is people are more aware of some of the issues that you've presented or opportunities today on the interview. The bad news is, sometimes they come with a preconceived notion about what it means to them that's right which i'm sure is some of the work that you do is to help them too that's a big part of our work Absolutely. It, it's it's molding that message to make it uh really loud and resonate in their own ear as opposed to someone else's ear mm -hmm. so you gotta you gotta personalize it and again i want to stress you have to make it authentic and right. meet people where they are because a big part of sustainability can also include land conservation for example and so we have clients right. for whom that is a big part of their message and so that is it's a big gamut it's a big uh swath if you will um but like you said focusing is important but that doesn't mean that we close doors to other parts of sustainability yeah it must be interesting for you as you meet your new prospects and seeing where all the opportunities lie maybe right. within their business by reframing it within this lens and how Absolutely. they might reposition it both mentally, but then also how they communicate it and emotionally connect to it. Yeah, yeah I, I'd say you'd be hard pressed to find any company that sustainability would not reward them. It's just a matter of where they may think, oh, you know, I, I'm having trouble keeping my employees or getting an inspired employee base. That's But that's part of sustainability is because you're sustaining your company or keeping it going on. Um, so you'd be hard pressed, honestly, to find any company that can't you know, benefit from sustainability again. Yeah, it's um, okay. So my wife, you talked about um, recycling and reusing. My wife, whom I love and have been married to for many years, is a hawk about waste. She hates oh, wasteful great. packaging and boxes that come from Amazon or wherever. Yeah. It just, it just really is. It, she takes it very personally that 
you know, even though it's relatively a small amount, it's our contribution to a problem and we have to address it. So we have that conversation frequently. We've actually recently signed up for several meal services. And the major reason why we stopped the services was one of them had just an excessive amount of packaging that came yeah. with, with the product. And she just couldn't, it just wasn't worth it to make the meal together when it was bothering her so much to have those. Right. And, you know, and hopefully you reached out to them and say, hey, listen, we loved your food, but you know, this is a concern of ours. And they get a few people saying that it brings it to their ear and they can change that. It's exactly what we did because obviously they want to know why we're not, we're stopping the service. And we told them that packaging was one of them. So I bring my wife into this conversation because together we did a poll that we both put out on LinkedIn where we asked our respective followings, you know, could you be in a 50-50 partnership with your spouse? And <laughs> in my world, the, the several hundred people that saw it, 86% yeah. said, yes, it would be awesome. And 14% said, I don't think I could do that. I know that you guys had slightly different results on your poll. We sure did. It was really interesting. So uh, for a while, and when we first started this about a week ago, it was 50-50. Then it teetered over to 53% yes, 47% no. And then as of today, it was 50-50, half and half. So it's an interesting audience. Uh, you know, we're all about balance, obviously. So that kind of <laughs> makes sense. Uh, you know, I think it's interesting to to see where people stand and certainly not going to disclose who said they can't work with their spouse or significant <laughs> other. But we want to thank those who participated in our poll. I thought that was a really fun question. Um, and then for us, you know, we, we both are very much into personality types and knowing who you are, knowing who we are. We both happen to be analytical intuitives. And uh, my friend who's a psychologist says uh, that's about like 3% of couples <laughs> that are able to um, really get along on different levels in that way. So that's, you know, it's a blessing as well that we have similar personalities. Yeah. I mean, we, we complement each other. I mean, like I said, we're both uh, very intellectually analytical. We like data. We like stories. Yeah. Um, where we're different and but also complements each other is one of us is is much more of an extrovert and one of us is a little <laughs> more of an introvert. Um, Can you guess who? Yeah, exactly. Um, but it complements each other. Uh, you know, there's many times where, you know, you need to be out there and just, you know, just giving it all. And, and sometimes you just got to sometimes you got to talk to people in different ways. So we complement each other. Um, Obviously, we've known each other a long time. We've been yeah. married a long time. So there's not really a lot of surprises. Um, so when we got in on this, it wasn't going to be a challenge at all. So so take me back to that kitchen table conversation about if we're going to let's do this business and let's do this business together. Can you can you take us back to that? Like who suggested it? Do you remember or how did it evolve to the point where you both said, OK, well, uh, so, I mean, it's called the Luke's Network for a reason. That is my husband's name. And a part of that is really um, about looking at the relationships that we have built over time in Orange County and beyond and leveraging, leveraging those for the benefit of our clients. Um, but as it relates to us, we really looked at each other and say, let's go, let's go for it. Let's do it. Marriage is a team effort. You know, it's, it's something where somebody has to give and take. And for us, now, strategically, I'm the CEO, and that's uh, intentional um, because we are also, uh, you know, going for our certifications as a woman-owned and minority-owned business. And, you know, a lot of our um, 
prospects and clients work in um, the government space. So that's a, an advantage for us. Um, but in terms of that moment, we looked at each other and let's said, let's go for it. And uh, yeah, it, it was very much. I mean, I would say, and Lisa probably brought up first, but it, it was it was a quick conversation. Mm. And like I said, it, it was during COVID. It, it was almost like there's no better time for this. So, it, which is weird. You'd think there's no worse time, but honestly, there was no better time. Um, and, you know, seeing the power of the community, whether you're dealing with your local chamber of commerce, seeing how people were being affected, and again, giving them answers to how we can help. So, it's got to be interesting, though, how much time you must now spend together because yeah. you live together and you work together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, uh, my, my office is a lot of times <laughs> outside. I, I like I, it's it's a benefit, obviously, one of the many benefits from working from home. So we, you know, we, we separate ourselves enough where, in, you know, in our house where uh, we, uh, you know, we give each other space uh, because obviously you cannot be on top of each other 24 uh, seven. I don't care how good your marriage is. <laughs> That's right. just too much. But again, we're in the same roof. If we have a question. You're, you're five, five steps away. Right. So, and it, it's it's uh, hasn't been a challenge. Knock on wood yet. And it's important to to time block and and know when right. we're on and when we're off, and uh, you know being mindful of what how we're spending time together is important. That is a really deep insight. I, I completely agree with you because being an entrepreneur myself, it can take over all aspects of your life yeah. if you're not careful. Yeah. And when right. you're in business with your spouse, I can see that probably multiplies the risk because now you have two people who are grinding on the business and right but i want to applaud you don't get it wrong we are but at the same time we have to just kind of um live as much as we right work-life balance yeah it's just part of sustainability (laughs) (laughs) see bring it all back around baby. (laughs) and and i love the fact that you're pursuing set aside business that you're looking for minority and women-owned qualifications and because i think that is an awesome opportunity to differentiate your brand as well to those companies because they are looking for and needing to do business with competent suppliers who have those qualifications. So good idea, good partnership. All right. So where do you two go to get access to the ideas and experiences of other entrepreneurs that help you now kind of grow your business? Absolutely. Thank you for that question. So again, part of uh, the name is the network. So it's uh, those people with whom we already have built relationships. But beyond that, um, you know, certainly going to industry organizations um, where sustainability or energy is uh, the main topic. That's important. Also going to organizations where marketing and public relations uh, are the focus. That's an important place for us. So different associations and organizations, but um, really local businesses, local chambers, the community, our relationships, we watch them and, and we grow from them both, you know, as much as I say local, part of our local is also, you know, thinking globally, but acting locally. So we also watch what goes on outside of California and outside of the United States um, when it comes to sustainability, because it is a global topic uh, and seeing how, if at all, can we bring some of that, um, if at all, bring some of those learnings uh, here in our community in Orange County and then going beyond Orange County. And yeah, I think um, with, again, good thing about this mess that we've been living through is that there's so much more access at your fingertips to knowledge, Um, whether it be webinars out there, uh, again, a lot are tied with associations. Um, most are free. 
I mean, there's a, and this isn't just with marketing and sustainability, whatever your niche is, I guarantee you there's a wealth of knowledge out there of people doing it a different way or people coming up with creative options or, or new ways of thinking. So whatever your industry services, et cetera, there are those options out there. So I would suggest you do it as well. Um, for us, it's been great. There's, you know, we're probably, I'm probably on three webinars a week uh, relating to something in our business and how to help our clients. So. And then, of course, the newspaper, right? Newspaper and the news have formed, uh, turned into a different format. There's a lot of information and resources and good old fashioned newspapers. Right. <laughs> yeah. And we're lucky to be here in Orange County, which is a pretty thriving business community with a lot of population. We're the sixth most populous county in the country. And right. I think that that brings a lot to your points of events that you can go to and people that you can meet. It's big enough to be really vibrant, but it's small enough where with effort, you can become known in the space. Yeah. Absolutely. It's a good tight community as, as big as it is. And, and Jay's lived here for 40 plus years. I've lived here for 25 years. So it's, um, it, it's really sweet and special in that way. Uh-huh. And we're not talking to any ages here. We're just saying how long you've lived in the county. It's nothing to do in, with in, our... in utero. I was there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. So let's. I love to talk to entrepreneurs about the future because you always have a bright vision for where you're going. So no pressure, but can you tell me a bit about where you see the Luke's network going in the future? Sure. Um, what I would say is we start again, kind of going back to how we changed in that first year. Um, we started out uh, thinking a little more nationally. We were going, we saw this, uh, oh, look, the sustainable opportunity with the state of Hawaii as an example. Let's let's go after that. Uh, we're, we're probably too new, to be honest with you, for a lot of those because we just got disqualified just for that factor. Um, but that doesn't stop us. So I think our goal became a little more focused as we talked about Orange County. We have a ton of relationships here in the city. I mean, excuse me, in the county. Um, with multiple cities, multiple friends, multiple businesses. So right now we're focused on that. But over the course of the next year, five years, 10 years, we, we plan on expanding that from our local base, Southern California, Orange County for sure, uh, to the state, to national, to even international. We were in Spain uh, last month and we interviewed the uh, curator for the Bilbao Museum uh, in, in yeah. Guggenheim. Hmm. And uh, that was something that we talked about sustainability and how it's regener uh, regenerated that city, which used to be an industrial city, into like an art mecca of northern Spain. We mm -hmm. also went to the Gastronomica there, which was for kind of the top chefs in Spain and France and now what they were doing with their sustainable markets. So it's really just expanding, but using the same basis of how do you get your, your word to, to resonate with your audience? But it's the same goal. So I would say it's just really expanding and finding those people that really resonate with people and getting that exciting word out there, but in a larger thing. So like I said, Spain could be New York, could be California, could be Hawaii, whatever the case may be. And big shout out to Hawaii. They're doing a great work. Yeah, Hawaii's great. Sustainability great. Really would <laughs> meet with them. So. Well, that's great. Yeah, the world is the opportunity and sustainability yeah. is a global topic. So that's great that you're right. able the, to. The world is flat. As the old the old saying goes, it really is because especially with technology, you know, you're 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 this far away from talking to somebody in Ireland about sustainability and helping them. And it's about presence is important. There's nothing like face to face, but it's about production and results. That's what we're exactly. So if someone would like to learn more about the Luke's network and you both individually, professionally, what how do you how do they find out more? 
Sure. Well, you can certainly learn more about our full service marketing, PR, public relations, outreach and sustainability consulting firm, The Luke's Network on our website, www.thelukesnetwork.com. And then certainly on LinkedIn, our handle on Instagram is at The Luke's Network. And uh, we hope to see you and have conversations with you uh, about things that really matter for people, profit and planet. It all matters. Yeah. Thanks, Rick. You've been great. Well, I want to thank you for being friends of the program. I knew this would be a, a fun 20 some minutes together and you did not disappoint. I thoroughly oh, enjoyed our you. time together. Thank you. Thank you so much for the invitation. Thank you. And uh, have a great holidays, everybody. All right. And I'd like, yes, truly, it's that time of the year. Uh, and I'd like to thank uh, Gottlieb, Brackman, and Reisman, who proudly supported this edition of the Critical Mass Business Talk Show. GRRPC provides legal advice and guidance on all aspects of intellectual property law, including patents, trademarks, and copyrights. To learn more, you can visit their website, grr.com. I'd like to thank you, our listening audience, for being a part of Orange County's longest-running business talk show. This was episode number 1,328. If we're not connected on LinkedIn, I'm Rick, R-A-C, Franzi, F-R-A-N-Z-I. Reach out. Love to connect and start a conversation. That's also my website, rickfranzi.com. And until the next time we meet, I hope all of your business decisions will move your company in a positive direction.